When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're taping this. I like to. I like to be honest with what we're doing. We're taping this on a Tuesday night, so if any news breaks hey. before now, we know what's going on. You just heard his voice. Jason Peter is uh, is is five, like two feet away from me right now. This is this is fun. The couple of things first, Jason. This is a podcast. You can cuss, so I expect the most relaxed version of Jason Peter of all time right now. Well, knowing that I can curse, that's why I brought my kids, my <laughs> 10 and my 8 year old, you to right? <laughs> yeah. But they're in the back. They can't hear. Yeah, you're they fine. You, you, let, you let are fine. Let me just get them all now. now. <laughs> <laughs> you used to give me so much anxiety. Whenever you'd come on my show, I would tell my producer, I'd be like, hey. Do we got the seven second delay on? Do we, do we, do we got the dump button ready to go? I, you know, I don't think anybody's had to ever use that on me. They say the same thing if I if I do the the TV one, the yeah, big red yeah. wrap up, and and uh, I don't know, maybe it's Damon or Kevin. I you know, with Kevin, I can understand. He you know, he's kind of yeah, 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 right. little got a reputation to uphold. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And, but you know, Damon. I mean, he's been in a locker room before. <laughs> Damon, don't act like you're offended by an F-bomb here. Uh, I am. So we are at Clean Juice and we are in Lincoln, Nebraska. And so you and so you are a co-owner yeah, of well, this establishment. It's, it's my wife and a another couple here in Lincoln right. that uh, that we're friends with. Um I technically, I, Jason Peter, I am not uh, an owner. Okay. Um, I'm just a, a supporting husband. Right. I like that. And because yeah. the, the, you're supporting through social media. That's how yeah. I found out about yeah. this, following you on Twitter. Yeah. And so I already got the full, I got the tour of the big, what is that, a cold, cold pre- presser? That yep. thing is yeah. like five feet tall. Yeah. And that thing is enormous. That's a piece of machine back there. Man. Yeah, and yeah. that thing you is gotta be, you gotta you gotta have you know I would like to say you need balls to run it but we obviously have uh, many female back there yes, pressing yes, juices yes uh, so you did the because how I found out about it was you did the five day juice cleanse yeah give me a sense of what that was like because you gave me a little anecdote about twenty four hours into that thing you were not a happy camper yeah well it was it was Scott Frost who he was the first guy that did it. And I actually ran into him. I was over uh, at a restaurant here in town and he had the staff there. It was like two days before camp was to start gotcha. this year. And and he said to me, uh, hey, he's like, we want to do, we want to do that cleanse. Um, I'm like, who's we? <laughs> <laughs> You're, you don't speak. You don't speak for me, do you? Yeah, like yeah. he's like, no, no, no. He's like the coaching staff. Um, he's like, we all want to do it. He's like, I and and my wife had told me that uh, his wife came in and had picked up a cleanse for him, maybe like a month 
back, which was basically within like a month of us opening here. Right. And he talked about how he lost 15 pounds on it, you know, just, uh, so he, he, he really enjoyed it. Right. Um, I guess as much as you can enjoy. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. It's a yeah, relative term. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, he, en- he enjoyed it enough that he wanted another go at it. And so he said, him and the staff, we're going to do it. He said, but we want you to do it too. And so I said, fine. And uh, yeah, so the whole staff at the start of camp for those first five days. They were um, juicing at the start and of they camp. Were, That's uh, a yeah, dangerous. And, 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 yeah, because I remember when Coach McBride used to try quitting dip. You know, in camp, yeah. and it was like, oh, shit, he's going to be pissed off today. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. It was like, uh, here's a normally uh, a cranky guy that's right. going to be super cranky, and that's kind of how I got. Um, <laughs> I think most people probably do. Well, it's a big adjustment. Dude, I was like, within the first 24 hours, I would say like the first four or five drinks. So, I don't know, you get to around 8 o'clock. And you can have some nuts, you know, some okay, almonds, right. and yeah. and if you're really struggling, you can kind of. It says you know, they say you can have a small salad or something like that. But I was doing like handfuls of nuts <laughs> in between. <laughs> and, but you get to like eight o'clock, and your body's like, "All right, motherfucker, like, I need some food, man. Like I need, I need food. you to chew something, right? right. Yeah, right, right. So you know, that's kind of." Uh, that's how that's how it went for me. I mean, I was calling my wife, and she would be like this voice of encouragement, like right. "You can do it, honey." And I'd be like, "Get out of my face! Yeah, like, get, get me, out get of my face!" Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Blenders but, are gonna be turned on, so we'll stop. I guess if 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 if, just if it blend. gets too loud, I want you yeah. to blend. No, hey, we yeah. can speak up. That's all right. You blend away. You blend away. You've never heard Nick talk. Have I you? can't. You never heard me laugh. I will. <laughs> Oh, right over a blender. But, but okay, so but by like you said by day three or four, so yeah, you were uh, feeling great. Well, I would say by day four when I woke up. Day four is when I woke up and I was like, I feel good. Right. Like, oh, All of a sudden it was. A lot of the inflammation that I had in my body was right. out. My body had kind of adjusted right. to its new, I guess, normal in terms of what it was going to get for, for food, from, right. for a power source. And that's the great thing is that you get everything that your body technically, you know, needs. Yeah. Um, it's just none of that uh, abundance and, and, you know, excessiveness yeah. that I think we're kind of used to, no especially in, in this country. Um, there you go. There we someone, go. Yeah, talk to a blender. blender. Right? Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, it's been a great experience. Zach Did Scott Duvall, do it? Did Scott, Scott finish did it. So the second? He, so, absolutely. He, he finished it. Um, Eric Shenander, I would check in with those guys just to see how they were doing. I, well, the funny thing was, the first day I went down there, they were on like the lemon, cayenne pepper one, and yeah. I was on the same. We, so we were doing it the same day, so kind of the same time frame. Everybody's doing it. Well, I think maybe one of the young girls put a little extra cayenne pepper in there oh. on accident. So when I got down there, the second I walked into the office. I forget if it was Shenander or maybe, you know, uh, Coach DeWitt. And they're yeah. like, you motherfucker. <laughs> doing to me, man. Right. You're killing me. Right. Yeah. I mean, cayenne pepper is not, you know, 
not something I that sampled you just, it. You can tell. So, like, you could tell like if there was a little bit more of yeah, that. It'd so be it was like good. burning the back yeah. of your throat a little bit, and it was just for that one day. Yeah. Um, because then the next day. Coach Shenander was saying, I actually like the lemon one. He's okay. like, that one tastes good. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I was like, well, that's good to hear. You yeah. know, uh, right. you don't dislike any of them. But, um, yeah, Shenander was telling me, that he's like, I want to do it during the bye week. Coach uh, Zach Duvall, he, yeah. he's said, dude, I'm doing it three times a year, right. at least three times a year. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I'll probably do it again either – prior to like thanksgiving say, or right I'm for the holidays to kind of get to kind of you know this way you feel good about yourself like oh right i just lost a quick 10 did you lose how much did you lose oh, i lost 11 pounds did you? i lost okay. 11 yeah and you know scott i think lost a little bit more because he was working out right uh probably at a harder pace i mean i i can't work out the same way scott's still you know he's a Dude, freak he's jack yeah um but yeah so for me it was just kind of, it, and it was a good 11. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, none of my shorts fit anymore. Got reason. <laughs> That's to, a good problem. Got to have, reason though. that, you yeah, know I, mean? I know. I know. I mean, I'm wearing like a waist size that I haven't worn probably since maybe since like sophomore were, year in high school. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Is this more, I was, because you look at a picture of you and you played and look yeah, at yeah, you now. Is this yeah. more your natural weight? Yeah. I would like, was say it hard that, for you to keep weight on? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially. In Carolina, um, and it's funny because I didn't have to be, well, other than the first year. The first year, I think they were expecting me to be a 300-pounder Right after they drafted me. I mean, I want to say I weighed like 285, 286. Is that what you were at Nebraska? Here, no, yeah. no, no, for like my, for for my pro day. Gotcha. Okay, because right. when I went to the Combine, and I had just gotten like a one of those three, four day flus, right? Oh. Three, four day bug, lost about 10, 15 pounds. So I go to the combine and I weigh like 274. Now all the red flags oh, are going up. Shit. And, you know, they didn't really have kind of those, you were kind of labeled as a tweener, you sure. know, like the term hybrid just kind of has come, you know, in, yeah. you know, in like the last five, six, right. seven years. So, it was like, well, where's he gonna play? Blah blah blah. So you know, the agents like, ah, oh, he can, he can, he can be three hundred. You know, they, he can be four hundred yeah. pounds. If you, want, <laughs> you know, whatever. But I think they expected me um, to come down there, and even if I had to put on 10, 15 pounds, it would be no problem. Right. But it wasn't. It, no pro it, it was, was a. It yeah. was a problem. I think I got down there and I weighed in at like. 282 or something right. like that and they went and they got me a chef that would make me you know my meals and you know i had a freezer full of all this 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 good food all i had to do was come home and like defrost it and you know put it <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. oven that was too much for <laughs> me back then work. when you're 22 years old yeah. single oh, God. that's too much work yeah. You know, so I'm the type, my, my mom would say, you'd rather sit on the couch and starve yourself <laughs> than get up and, and make yourself a sandwich. I can't cook at all. You know? so I can totally get it. But that's the funny thing is now, you know, well, I guess, you know, you got to taste my wife's cooking in order to understand, to understand why what? I cook now. Yeah, you know? okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 
you talk about uh, your time at Nebraska, and you're someone. So, I mean, I don't got to tell you, but it bears repeating. 49 and two, three national titles, four bowl wins, two time first team all conference, and an all American your senior year. And you send Tom Osborne out into the sunset on top. I look at someone like you, and it's so rare to find someone that's probably totally at peace with their college career. Yeah. That doesn't happen a lot. There aren't too many. I'd say 90% of dudes are like, man, if I would have done this different, I would have done that different. Is that true? Are you at peace with your – everything you did here, you got to feel like you – I do, but, you know, the – the games or the times that I think about the most are Arizona State and Texas. I, I'll, I'll, other than like a week like this week where sure, it's you'll Colorado think about, right. and you just you hate everything about Colorado. Yeah. Um, my wife, you know, went to Boulder, so I don't oh, speak to her yeah. during this week. <laughs> um, she's the enemy. And, uh, you know, that's just the reality of it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, all the other... You know, when you think about the the the, the big picture, yeah. I mean, right. a, a, am am I happy? Yeah. I mean, somewhat, because I think that in 1996 we could have won a national championship if you know Terrell doesn't get suspended. Um, you know, we were we were good you enough. Were very, we figured I mean, it out. On. Yeah. D- that 96 defense might be the best defense out of all of those mm-hmm. 90s teams. Um, it probably doesn't get talked about because of, you know, look, we got a championship on either side of it. Right, you know? so and, it just and, gets... And right, I mean, basically back then... I remember the Arizona State loss. It was like... Yeah, it was... Uh, whoa. I know. It was... Uh, As ridiculous... That's how spoiled people were, though. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's the, that's the best way to put it. Right. Um, like, what is this? Yeah, people were, I think, just surprised. Yeah. You know, they were shocked. They, they were... Their chins hit the floor. They didn't know. I think it had been so long since we had lost. They didn't know how to react to it, you know? No. And it was a shame, obviously, but even— But I can tell you immediately went to the—not the 49, you went to the two. Yeah. You, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how yeah. that— Yeah. That's and crazy because sometimes I think that—because, you know, I'm someone that I feel like when I reflect on my college career, I would say that I'm at peace, but I don't, I don't feel good. Like I, I did, I did what I thought I could do, right. you know? And so I think it's sometimes you're prone as an athlete to maybe think about what you could have done yeah. rather than, sure. and maybe that's what made you, you, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think when, when I think more about like the personal career, obviously then it goes towards the NFL and it's, you know, I wish I could have been healthy. Yeah. You know, I wish uh, I would have had a full, a full season of being healthy. I think, you know, the closest that I ever got to being healthy was probably my, my second year and, you know, down there. And it was first year in a new defense, but I was playing defensive end, like a real defensive end now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, it, it, it was good, um, yeah. you know, but unfortunately, you know, the neck just couldn't hold up. And, but that was where I think when I, when I look at, like what if I could? What could I have done differently? Um, I think I probably tend to just focus more on on the NFL. But as far as like what could what could we have done differently as a team? Then it probably goes towards you sure. know, those those losses and and 
why did we lose those games and what exactly you know was different in those games than the other ones and and you know that's kind of but does the nfl the fact that it was kind of the injuries is yeah, that at least doesn't make it any better it for doesn't me. make any better no okay. yeah. it, it doesn't um you know even though it was you know doctors and telling me you know the next time you might be in a wheelchair yeah. um you know, it wasn't a shoulder. I mean, I had shoulder issues, yeah. but that was... It but was, the neck it was, was the, the neck. big one. It was yeah. the neck, and I just had a brother that had a diving yeah. accident and laid. I mean, I, I, was, I was bedside with him, you know, less than 48 hours after it happened. Um, so, you know, seeing a 300-pounder who once, you know, a, a week prior had the, the world in the palm of his hand, and right. now all of a sudden, you know, he can't lift a finger up. Right. Um, it makes you think about stuff like that. Um, certainly, when you're faced with that sure. sort of reality, and and uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's I, I went to the treatments, I did everything that you know. I, I think sometimes our bodies just have so they talk about it more with running backs, you know, like right. running backs only got so many so, so many, so many hits, carries, so much yeah, tread right. on those tires, right. and then it's yeah. Well, you can imagine, I think, for linemen, for guys that are getting beat on every single play, you know, it, it, the same could be said. Doesn't make it, doesn't make me sleep any better when I think about that. Um, it's just, it, it's kind of those, you know, I wish right. it could have been different. I was, when I was driving down here, I was thinking about your NFL career and I was thinking about Andrew Luck. Yeah. Yeah. Do you kind of understand yeah. a little bit of that? Because I don't think he, he talked about how he was in this cycle of injury, rehab, yeah. play, injury, rehab. I don't think people understand that I think the, the physical, it almost takes a bigger toll on you mentally. Yeah. The physical yeah. injuries take a bigger toll oh, yeah. on you mentally yeah. as it, than, than anything else. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, you know, absolutely, I can relate to, to, to him. So you can understand that. You saw that news absolutely. and said. Absolutely. Um, and I get it. Like, I kind of wish that, and, and I think you first saw it with, with Peyton, when Peyton had his neck yep. issues. And what did the team do? They said, you know what? The whole year, you're, you're sidelined for the whole year. They're going to give this thing its best chance at succeeding, and it, we actually had the same neck surgeon that, okay. that you did and surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because uh, he was a Charlotte-based guy, and I think teams now look at it, I think better than they did even when you know I was there in early two thousands, late late nineties, no um, because. When I was still there, it was how can we get this guy back on the field ASAP? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, and now I think they look at it more like if, if this, this product on the field has value, we'll get more out of it by maybe, yeah, maybe he's got to sit, you know, for, right. for a whole year. But isn't that better than trying to get him to come back sure. too soon and then he re-injures it? And then it's just like, because once that process starts – and that's where I think Andrew Lux was at, where it's like, yeah, you can go back out. And that's kind of where I was. I'd play a game and I'd miss, you know, a game. And then I'd play a game and miss two games. And then I'd play another game and then miss three. And it just kind of built and built and built. And once that injury, 
uh, you know, that, that area becomes problematic, then it's like, dude. What are you going to do? Yeah. Right. Because there's no way right. to protect that. Right. At yeah. the position that you're playing. Right. You know? But yeah, right. I, was say, I, I, I was saying about Andrew Luck, I'm like, if there's anybody yeah. that can say, I, I feel yeah. you. And I do. Um, because I'm, I can speak for Andrew Luck probably on this and saying that he probably loves the sport. You yes. know, most guys. I bristle up at the notion of people being like, oh, oh you puss. Oh, you did. It's God. like, give me a break. If he was a puss, <laughs> right. he would have, he would have, the first injury, he would have right. been done. Right. He, yeah. I mean, this guy, you read it, it was yeah. lacerated kidney. He's peeing right. blood. He's coming like, yeah. If anybody has a, a, could be angry, it could be Andrew Luck because right. he has been, you know, when he is, 80% healthy. He's one of the top, you know, 10 quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Indianapolis never really went out when he was there and tried to protect him. And, you know, I mean, how, you got a franchise quarterback you like protect that. Protect the merchandise, right. man. Yeah. Right. Right. So was, There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. Do you think, yeah. well, I want, I mean, we got a bunch of stuff I want to get to, but I, I, while I got you, I've never been able to pick your brain on the 90s and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, what is it, do you think, that Coach Osborne, understood that other guys just didn't or don't because i'm fascinated by whether it's belichick or sabin or even coach self you know the guys that dominate what do you think it is that he understands that others didn't because it can't don't what i what i bristle up at is uh you know a talent he just had to no it's not just talent i mean it's 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 got to be more than that what how would you answer that i think it was just that he was really just efficient in everything that he did you know, he, he knew, you know, and it's hard to say that, that uh, other teams or other head coaches are different because I didn't experience any other right, college you can't speak coaches. To that. Right. right, but I know that Coach Osborne's whole idea was to create an environment that's more difficult during the week than what they'll see on Saturday. And... Um, you know, create, put them in, in those sorts of, of pressure type situations, beat their bodies down and then ask them to perform. Um, you know, and that's kind of um, what I think he did. And it was not to say he wasn't doing that in previous years either. I do think that it's a combination of, of those sort of coaching methods, techniques, and then as well, you're getting the right player. I was going to say, then it explodes. Right. And I think ultimately that's what you got um, when you started to get, you know, the Tommy Frazier's and the Aaron Grahams and Christian Peters and, and you know, Kevin Raymakers and guys like that. And, and little by little, you're adding, you know, a piece here, a piece there. And, and then before you know it, you've got this, you know. This machine Pretty going, special. could you feel in the moment? Because sometimes it's hard when you're the one that's in the moment. Yeah. This isn't normal. What we're doing is, is special. Yeah. Could you feel it? Yeah. Um, you know, you just kind of, and I don't know if, like, I would have known how to act after winning a championship, like, coming to, you know, the first day of uh, winter workouts right. after winning, if I would have been as, like, hey, it's like we got a bigger target on our back now. Do you know, like you got to work harder than you did? I don't know if 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 I go to Michigan or something and play. If my work ethic is the same, um, you know, I think a big part of that obviously was was how you grow up, but then 
having the guys who were here, especially at your own position, seeing them and watching them work. That's you know, seeing Kevin Raymakers and John Perella and Christian and Terry Keneally and all these guys. And it's fortunate in being in Nebraska and, and having that walk-on program. And obviously it was, you know, there was always at least one or two guys a year that were starters, were guys earning scholarships. And it just so happened that, you know, when you have like the Makovicas and – these are some of the hardest working guys as is. And, you know, you're seeing these guys and then you're seeing the guy who's also a fifth string walk on, but he's going even harder, right. you know, like it's, it's contagious, you yeah. know? And, and it's just, then you get, you know, all of these, the, the special guys, you know, they go out and they right. hand pick and then, you know, you combine all of that. And it's Be- just, because it, it's funny. You literally, that's what I wrote down was, I think a part of what a good program is, is you don't want to be the guy, pardon my French, to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's something about that yeah. where I felt that the second I got to Kansas, yeah. it wasn't even about me. It was right. like, you just don't screw this up and make sure that right. when you pass it off to the next dude, it's, right. it's intact. Right. And I think that is establishing, people always go, when is Nebraska back? To me, when that is prevalent. Yeah. And I don't know what that means in terms of it has to be a banner that's hung or whatever, yeah. but the second that's there, yeah. you got something. Yeah, and I, and I think you'll know when Nebraska's back. We've been, we've been fighting for that to happen. You hear people all the time after, you know, they put in a good quarter. It's like, <laughs> Nebraska's back, baby. You know, it's, it's more than one like, quarter to be back. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. Like, you yeah. got to do it, you know, for... Right. For, in my eyes, you got to do it for for years. Yes, you know, not just yes. not Sustain just a game, it. not just yeah. three games, not even a season. Like, can can you follow up a good season with with a better season? Right. And, and ultimately, can you follow up a great season with another great season and another great season? And then you'll know Nebraska's back. But sure. right now, it's just you know they they they've. They're still climbing. They're still no going doubt. uphill. Yes. You know? Yes. Do you? What's been the most over the course of the last fifteen years, basically from when Bill Callahan was hired to when Scott yeah. showed up? What's been the most frustrating thing for you, being someone that blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into this thing? What's What's bothered you the most? Yeah. I mean, well, the lack of, I guess, I don't know if it's access, but just being able to be involved. Um, I mean, I, and that goes, like, even when I was in California and I was coaching, we had uh, a couple kids that were Division One guys. And I would, I would always, you know, try to encourage these kids with, you know, hey, Nebraska, 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 whether or not I knew, you know, there'd be one that was a linebacker, another one's a corner. And, you know, I know when guys are good, kind of can know when a guy is, is D1 sort of good. Right. But we end up having this this offensive tackle that then ultimately brings them all in. You know, SC's knocking on the door. Right. Um, and this is when, you know, Coach Carroll's there and, and, you know, everybody wants a piece of this kid. Well, I got a message. Coach Callahan would like to speak with you, Jason. Okay. Well, turns out it's like – he calls me the day before the kid ends up committing to SC. So, but I still, 
you know, it's a verbal commit. I was still going to call, call Coach Callahan back. Sure, he knows the news. Sure. Just doesn't even respond to my attempt at calling him. And I'm just like, dude, I'm trying. I'm out here in California. I'm coaching. It's not, I'm, the reason I'm coaching football is not to ultimately send kids back to Nebraska. But here we have an opportunity with a kid that I think that can play. You have an in here. Like, and how about the fact that I busted my ass for the school? I and if say. I call, right, and I'm Take returning call. a call, you can at least call me back yes. and be like, hey, you yeah. know what? Right. I, I know the kid committed and whatever. But you know what? Maybe next year you got another fucking kid that's coming yes. down. Yeah. So, you know, like, don't throw me back out in the cold, right. you know, unless it's time, unless, you, unless you're seeing it as, oh, now. Yeah, now, well, there's another kid there, so now let's call Jason again or whatever. Yeah, and that's and it not... it was just, it was... But that's probably one story of many. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a, I think there's a lot of guys that could tell you how there was just, you know, a big wall that was put up. And it was unfortunate, um, you know, because... That's crazy, Steve though. Peterson, yeah. nobody expected that. I mean, I always liked Steve. He always would pay for Christian nice porn when we'd go on the road. <laughs> You know, to be in the hotel, we'd be ordering, you know, yeah. a 24-hour, you know, eight-movie rental, and we never paid once yeah, for it. Good, you know? good on you, so, Stevie P. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he did one thing good. But, there you go. But, you know, a Nebraska guy kind of, you know, had Coach Osborne's blessing and yeah. the whole thing, and it was just like they had this whole different, like, plan. Right. And that was the thing that I think was upsetting. Yeah, to, and, well, and – was it hard for you because the guy I played for at Kansas is still there. Yeah. And he's great. The guy who replaced Coach Altman, Greg McDermott, I think the world of. Yeah. So the places that I played at, I still feel great about yeah. what's happening there. Yeah. You were one of the f- of a handful of former players that were willing to be critical yeah. during that period. Yeah. And that's not a – I yeah. mean, I bet you took a lot of pushback Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. I was just – I was just uh, speaking uh, a week ago in, up in Omaha at like a Knights of Columbus, and I was telling them, I said, there were lots of times, lots of times, especially from the younger generation that had no idea what I was talking about. Right. But I would look at Nebraska football, and knowing how this thing operates and functions and you know just kind of knowing when how nebraska football is at its strongest and seeing some of this stuff happen i i would just i i love and and i've said it before i love the program so much that that i was willing to 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 you know be the loudest voice on some things and say, you know what, that's not the way that things should be done. Or that's actually, you know, like they may be selling it to you, fans, like that was a good defensive performance <laughs> or that, you know, this or, guy, yeah, or but this is it not, actually yeah. wasn't. It was horseshit. Right, and right. don't get caught up in, you know, the words that this guy's using. I mean, no doubt. you know, that was Callahan's whole deal. Like, right. I'd love to explain football to you, Nick, but you're yeah, just yeah, not it's probably too technical smart enough. for you to right. understand. Yeah, right. it's like, okay, right. right. Don't tell me that. But that, yeah, that's a, do you feel, because not to put me on your, but we were similar in the sense that I was labored the Husker hater. 
Right. I was the guy on the radio, right. buff, buff, and hates Nebraska. It's like, right. okay, you, I mean, if you only knew. But right. I, it's funny, all the stuff that I was saying, you were yeah. saying over the last 15, really 10 years for me, but yeah. even beyond that, like, it's funny now, it's all the stuff people say yeah. now. Yeah. And it's like, I don't yeah. know if I take any comfort in that, but yeah. it is kind of ironic. Like the same shit that you guys used to crush me for yeah. are the same as all the stuff you're saying now. Yeah, and it's basically even the stuff that Scott is saying at the microphone is the exact same stuff that that I and you yes. were saying yes. for years. For years. About the toughness yes. and, and what type of shape and all of this stuff. And and but it's different now. You know, Scott yeah. says it. Everyone's like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, like which is we, fine, but whatever. Right. It, but when we were saying it, it was like, "Oh, why do you hate Nebraska why, why so are you much?" Trying to, yeah. Right? Why do you hate them so much? Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding I, me? I, I say it because I love the program, not because I hate it. Whatever you know, the fact is that it's getting done. It's getting done now. That we need to focus on the fact yep, that now it's yep, all the stuff yep, is in the right direction. Yep. You talk about your because I'm going to get to Frost here in a second, but you talk about your love for this place. I wish I still had it. Remember when I was texting you? We were. I was like, hey, I'm going to do some like fill the time radio right, topic. Right, I'm going to do my top ten players. I can't right. remember what time from maybe from like '94 on. And you, I was like, just any thoughts you have? Yeah. You sent me. Yeah. Like a, basically a book. And it was the coolest thing to read. You'd be like, I think Joel, here's why. Right. And what you would say, and I guess my main takeaway when I read it was like, this guy has a love and reverence and respect for all the other guys yeah. that have come through this place and done it the right way. Yeah, and not just guys that that I played with, yeah. Um, you know, I remember. You had Barrett on the list. Absolutely, you had all, yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, I wish I, I mean, had that. It was. It was so. It was important, obviously, to know the past. Yeah. Coach Osborne always encouraged us to to do that. It was great when we handed out black shirts. I'm sure we'll talk about yeah. that. But um, you know, Scott said to those guys, "If you don't know who each and every one is." You know, go home and Google it, and, yeah. and and watch some of these guys play football, and 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 that's important to know no the guys that came before you. It was, I mean, I remember when we'd be out on the practice field or or on the game field, and you kind of, you know, you look down, you're out on the field, and you look over the sidelines, and you know, fucking like Neil Smith is standing yeah. there, and it's like <laughs> motherfucker, like. <laughs> Shit is going to get turned up today. There's no way Neil's walking out of this stadium thinking, like, we're not holding up our end. Right. Or Danny Noonan would come through practice. And, and, you know, it's just like, dude, that that stuff was so important to us. Yes. Seeing guys, you know, coming around and being part of the program. And even, you know, like, it's funny because now it's like we're around 20 years removed from from those championship teams and i remember when the guys from like the 70s would come around and we'd be like what are these old fucks doing here you know what i mean but it's like, <laughs> but you, and I you don't feel but, that old but right because like, yeah, i that's I don't what's feel, crazy like yeah. to me they always seem so much yes, older yeah and i don't know maybe because we take care of our bodies yeah. a little you, bit better yeah 
you know, we, yes. we look a little bit better <laughs> right. than 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 they did at that point. But not to say we didn't respect them any any. But it's different. You know, it yeah. was just different. There's a but, visual to it. Yeah, it was. Uh, but we always, you know, knowing the guys that kind of paved the way and and at least started something. You know, cl- the 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 teams in the late '80s. You know that. They'd run the table, and then they'd go down to Miami, and they'd lose in the Orange Bowl or something. I mean, you, we still had a ton of respect for those guys, and and you know the individuals, you know the Mike Crolls and the Broderick Thomases and the Mike yeah. Petkos and all those guys. I mean, it was, it was, it was important. And I mean, I was learning about it even when, I, when I wasn't here, because Christian was here, yep. and. I'd kind of learn about the black shirts and I'd learn, you know, like, I mean, I remember I, my, my dad would get Huskers illustrated, yep. you know? And, and so that was kind of like the connection because growing up in Jersey, it's more of an NFL. Sure. Especially back then it was either, you know, giant fan or jet fan. And so college football wasn't huge. So I didn't know a ton about like, you knew the Michigans, you knew the Notre Dames, but you, you know, you didn't know a lot about Nebraska. So I would learn, you know, through Christian, through Husker Illustrated, but you'd learn about the black shirts. And then, you know, back then Nebraska wore like Converse, right? <laughs> and, and I was like, oh man, those things are Bad. Yeah. I was like, Christian, you get send me a pair of those. They were like extra high. Like so I'm like yeah, rolling yeah. in the yeah. gym class, right? Like and, you're the like, man in Jersey. <laughs> like these super high converse. Oh, oh man. man. I felt like such a badass. But, yeah, yeah. Oh man. It's like, you know, you just But little stuff, but even something little like that, like that was the little details of getting to fall in love with the program yeah. matters. Yeah. Like yeah. Nick Henrich and Jackson Hanna, those dudes better fall in love with yeah. Terrell Farley. Yeah. And, you know, like, they, they, better, they better do their homework because it, I just, I wish the, the text you sent me, I was like, this is like, as someone that grew up loving the program, I was like, this is one of the greats talking about the other greats. And how you would describe it well, was just, it was I amazing, always, man. I, I mean, I always think, even when it comes to that, like, I try to. I want to fight for the guys that I that I that I feel are deserve their their name in that that topic, right? right? Because because how else do we know? We we know when you know a, a Steve Sipple or a Tom Chattel or somebody decides that they're going to do a, a, a where are a, they a now list. or thing or, or a like, top ten like or a Sip- guy like me does a list on the right. That's why I right. said you know if I'm going to do this, let me right. reach out to Jason. Right. And, yeah. But you're right. Like, and and it's funny how the further you get removed from an era, right. an People era becomes forget. defined by like three or four names. Right. And you know, we all know that it wasn't just T. Frage, right? And you know, it was right. a it was a ton Absolutely. of dudes that yeah. were doing yeah. it. Yeah, and it's important. Yeah. So any chance that I have at, at trying to. Yeah, spread that word, put man. Put those guys' yes. names in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I think it's like they just like to go with, you know, the most recent name um, or, or the hot name or, or, you know, the guy that just had three sacks in the game and, you know, didn't do shit last year or, yeah. you know, didn't do, 
anything for the first four games of the season, but right. but now all of a sudden he had three sacks and, and you know the they deal. think he's yeah and he's the next yeah. Grant Wistrom. Yeah. It's like right. okay, so you know whatever, but but you know the only cool. the I, only I, thing I, that matters ultimately is 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 what those guys in the locker room that you were with you know what they think they if if, if you have their respect. You that's know, all that's that matters. That's all that matters. Right. That's yeah. all that matters. Did you? Okay, so let's. You. It's got to be cool. I mean, there was a video last year, you and Grant coming back and talking to the team. Yeah. I imagine there's been more of those things that have happened. Then, what a great idea to have former black shirts hand, hand, physically yeah. hand a black shirt. What was that? There was Scott gave the anecdote that Jay Foreman said he wants to be buried in his. Yeah, he said uh, it's in his will. He said <laughs> it's in his will. That's if that doesn't move you, I don't know what will. But what was you? I'm sure some of that stuff's like you know you got to be a black shirt to be able to get that message. But if you could summarize kind of what you wanted yeah, well, to relay, I, I went first because you know everyone's kind of just standing there, and yeah, okay. Scott was like, "All right, you know," and so nobody's going, so I'm like, "All right, well, I'll go." Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so I ended up giving mine to Khalil Davis, and but it was basically, you know, just like this is. There, there are so many things that I would have liked to have said, sure. um, but sucks that you went first too. Yeah, and you, know. you just didn't know. Like, we just kind of knew that we were handing out black shirts. We didn't know, yeah. like, what Scott wanted, how long we were gonna get, um, you know, to speak to him. I kind of forgot about language. I forgot about the overhang, you know, because there were, I there guess, were just there. fans that yeah. was, you know, right. that get in, and I was dropping f bombs, and and uh, there might have been some kids, you know, that were that were up there watching. <laughs> but you know what? You come to a Division One practice, on. you expect yeah, to fucking right, hear it, right? right. But uh, so basically, just you know. You, I think we all kind of just tried to to relay the message that there's a there's a standard that is set, you know, for putting on this jersey, and it's nothing that you own. It's something that you know is 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 it's leased out, you know, and it's one of those where rent is due every, every day. freaking day, yeah. and you know that that there was. Never a day that that I felt like I could take this jersey for granted. Um, even as a, a three-year black shirt, a captain, uh, All-American, I would still go out to practice thinking I could lose this thing today if I don't come with it. Right. You know, if I if I don't give everything that I got, Jason Wilt or Steve Warren or whoever, I mean. You think they would care, you know, about my feelings, you know, <laughs> you if can. coach was like, take that off and give it, you know, because I, I, I've seen Charlie, Coach McBride, take black shirts away. He took black shirts away, I want to say, after a Central, Central Florida game. Okay, yeah. I want to say he took some black shirts away. Um, Might have even taken them some away after. No, not after. In 96? No, he did not. I was going to say after Arizona State, but no, I think just after 97, he took, you know, a handful of them away, and I'm just thankful it wasn't mine. But it basically, back to what we were talking about, it, there was a standard set, and you have to uphold that. Right. And, you know, the only thing that you have to do is everything. You know, like, mm -hmm. you, you have to be the example um, because – 
the younger guys that are watching, they're watching. Do you know? Mm-hmm. They, you, they, they may not have a significant role at this point, but that dude, you know, the one over there who, who's been... Just who had a curfew and went right. to prom last year? Yeah. That guy's going to eventually be He's going to be one... He might be one of the, the cornerstones of this entire right. program. Right. You know, in like two, three years. Right. So they have to... You have to be the example, you know, and, and basically just the work ethic, you know. If, 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 if you think it's now time to to celebrate then you don't understand now right. it's time to get to work right you know so so just know that's awesome, know, you know what that, you're putting on right. your back when right. you put this jersey on every day right it's one of those deals do uh you i've you used to you were t- when frost was yeah. gonna get the job you were saying that every day you tried to make that guy quit yeah when he transferred in yeah do you have one anecdote? Do you have one thing? Or was it just a daily, like, thing? Well, do, you have one, yeah. do you have one anecdote? And then when did, you, when did he then become, like, that's my guy? Yeah, I want to say for it was most of 1995 where we were, <laughs> where, for the football season. You know, once we got through that football season and he was – you know, one of the first ones in line and in, in when we had our first winter workout for the 1996 season, then it was like, he's, he's, he's just as important to me as, as Grant is, yeah. you know, or, or Jared or Jay Foreman or whoever. Um, he paid his dues. And I mean, we were, we were tough on him because you got to remember we had just won a championship totally. yeah and here's this golden boy that kind of shunned nebraska mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden we win the championship and he wants to come back right he knows this 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 engine's you know humming, humming. and right. he wants he's to trying to get behind the wheel right. yeah like yeah i could right. see how it would it would land like that right and when that's the case especially when you're the one that built the car to stick with this analogy like you better earn, right? You better earn grabbing right. the keys and sitting shotgun. Right, that's understandable. Yeah, and it was, and I bet he understood that because he's a guy that seems like he gets it. I'm sure there were times where you question it. I mean, I know when I was a freshman yeah. going through it, I questioned. You know, I mean, I was no different than any other freshman. Were they upperclassmen? They they give you the business a little bit more right. than right. you know than normal and it's just part of earning your stripes yeah and that's what scott did i mean but we were hard on him <laughs> my god and the worst they'd make him wear like <laughs> if we were playing missouri you know you go in the equipment room they have all like the helmets from all yeah, the for, schools right. that we've played and so he'd have on, you know, like a Missouri helmet. <laughs> it probably wouldn't fit just right. Yeah, you know? a little loose. But, you know, but my God, there were a few times where he'd just take it off and slam it on the ground. Right. And he'd be like, fuck this. And, you know, he, Scott, when he gets mad, he kind of, you know, like he'll, he'll throw his arms around and yeah. his head will go side to side. And uh, But did you see that year, like, in the midst of putting him through hell, like, this guy's pretty good. This guy. Is- well, yeah, you could. I mean, you could tell. Like, 
he would fit in this offense. Right. You know, he was just he was athletic. He, was a he tank could run. And he could, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, but we looked at it more as like, yeah, you here's this it. guy coming back. Right. He's got to earn it. Sure. Um, sure. And you know, you got to remember there was still there were other. Good night. <laughs> you want to curse on? If radio? you want to cuss, that, you can. You can do that. I know well, you would. Know. Well, yeah. That's the owner with with my wife. Yeah. You know, Angela. Yeah, I got the whole spiel. I'm drinking my beets right now. I'm drinking my beets. I'm feeling like I'm... It's a little late in the day for... Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. So I need to... Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. All right. Good, good, good. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I forget where we were at. Yeah, well, let's get, I mean, I've, I knew I would want to go down a path with you that takes a while. But let's get to this year. Before we get into what we saw in game one and talk about Colorado, is it, it's kind of weird to be two straight four and eight seasons and then get circled as the team. Yeah. To win the West, be ranked. I always feel like it's easier to motivate to prove people wrong than it is to prove people right, especially when you haven't accomplished anything yet yeah how does that all how, how do you see all that heading into this year? i thought it was dangerous you know seeing the preseason number 24 rank everybody's talking about them potentially winning the west and i'm thinking that that's not a good thing for kids that don't know how to handle success even though scott has turned this thing around and really for me um no matter what the record is this year, I know what he's doing. I know how he's fixing this thing. And sometimes the results right. don't always match the work that's being put in. Um, so I feel comfortable with, you know, uh, pretty much however the season turns totally. out. Because totally. I see what's happening during practice and, and the way that he handles these guys. Um, but, yeah, it was it – was, alarming i think and for like i said for kids that haven't had real any real success here at the collegiate level to now all of a sudden teams are picking them or the experts are picking them to win you know the division and be in uh indy you know playing ohio state already for the uh, you know big 10 title it's like oh man uh, that's that's not good and i almost think that it was a part of what happened in this first opening I wonder, game, I wondered at that. least on, on offense. But I think it also can be a beneficial thing, you know, because, hey, we got a win. We got a wake-up call. We got slapped back, you know, to reality. Maybe we were reading too many of our own headlines, mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about how, how much bigger they were and how much stronger um, you know, they were going to be able to move people off the ball. You didn't really see any of that. Mm -mm. Um, and, you know, there was probably even, I'm sure Scott would take, you know, his fair share, um, you know, of, of responsibility in, in, uh, in the whole grand scheme of thing. I think he, he talked about how offensively they didn't have good practices right. leading into it. And that's usually a good indicator of what's, what's to happen. Coming. Now, on the flip side of it, you could also now – be a little worried for the defense because here the they right. had a little bit yeah. of success, but you know it's it's against South, South Alabama, South Alabama yeah. 
And, uh, you know, the reality is that the, the competition is going to get a whole lot better. Um, but you got a game this week with dudes that can play. They, mm-hmm. They're just like you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're fighting for their spot at the table, right. too. They got a new coach who's going to be, he's kind of a highly motivating type of coach. And, and uh, they could easily, right. you know, win that no game. No doubt. No doubt. Did, in the, what did you see offensively with some of the issues? I mean, I think I don't know if Scott didn't seem like he was maybe wanting to show all his right. cards in the right, first right. game. I think there's something with that. Right. You have a guy that's never played center before playing center. Yeah. You have a JUCO run it like there were yeah. when you when you then say it out loud. There were a yeah. lot of things there yeah. for right. like it's kind of crazy sure. to think that you expected a team to right. hang fifty or whatever. But what did you see? Yeah. Um, a lot of those things that, that you just mentioned, and uh, you know, I would have I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the physical being exerted out there. But at the same time, it was you know, a lot of it had to do with what Scott was calling, and there wasn't like this this uh, visible effort you could see, you know. By watching it, you know, from as in the stands or watching it through the TV, that was that you would say to the guy sitting next to you, "Frost is really trying to pound the ball here." Right. You know, that wasn't evident. Um, you kind of look like it was almost turned into like a seven-on-seven sort of game. And and look, Scott knows a whole lot more about offense, probably a whole lot more about defense than I do. Um, so I'm never going to really question. The things that he's doing, I'm sure there's a reason. Whether it be he doesn't want to give away a lot of the stuff, Which I understand. But the fact is that, and I'm sure he's already told those guys, it doesn't matter what play we call, the execution is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you run any given play with the proper execution, chances are it's going to be a positive play. Mm-hmm. You know, usually there's a bust here and there. And when you're dealing with, you know, bad snaps and, and a penalty here and there, um, it, it, it makes it tough. Right. Do you d- Defensively, though, uh, is good to see. Because one thing Chenander's been consistent with from the second he's gotten here is like, we're, we're going to be coming at you, yeah. being disruptive, trying to get turnovers. And for one game, those guys were in position and they made the play. Lamar gets home. Yeah. Uh, Cam Taylor gets home, g- gets the ball yeah. loose. Eric Lee makes a couple of good plays. Like it's great to see. You could to me, it's like you want to see that growth. At least for one game, those guys took a big step to me. Yeah, um, you still would like to see a little bit more of the defensive line being able to get pressure. You don't right. want to have to bring corner blitzes, sure. and and you don't want to have to fabricate you know your pressure but absolutely i think those guys it's something that they can build on but again like here we look at it and if we're talking about maybe they were reading you know the offense was reading their their, the press clippings you know heading in well now we're going to be dealt with that or dealing with that with With defense defense. so i but i think they've learned over the year, hopefully, that things can change real fast, you know. You, and and I would, and I know, knowing Eric, you know, Shenander the way that I do, um, 
he's not he didn't go in there and say you know what you guys are <laughs> you've made good, it you did yeah, it. yeah you know what right. damn that was a performance just like what you know nebraska did to florida back right. in 95 yeah. or do you know what i mean like he didn't do that and i got a feeling that he went in there and probably said yeah xyz was 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 really good but look at a b and c of things that we did wrong and the things that right. we need to get better and if you think for a second that we've arrived, then you know you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. And, and and hopefully it goes into the whole thing with what we talked to them about, you know, as far as being black shirts and and you know it's it's about constantly trying to be better and never being satisfied and continually raising that standard. And uh, you know it was it was definitely a a, a good start. Right. Um, I don't want to say great because sometimes I, I yeah. do I do get hesitant. Sometimes. To throw that word around, sure. No, and and knowing that it's a different kid even now from six, seven years ago, um, you still just kind of you want to be cautious sure. in that. I want to so bad for them to be standing there at the end, and they've you know they've ultimately taken down everybody that they put in front of us, but you just kind of. You just want to take it one step yeah, at a time, one right. game at a time. Like, do they do they really know how to, you know, not just take it one game at a time, but separate, you know, all the way down to just one play, just one yep. play at a time. It's not just talk that, you know, when we say that. Yeah. You know, it truly mm -hmm. is. And it you is. know, like, yeah. but until you've really, like, done yeah. it and experienced it, you don't really, I just don't say, really I think, know. I think we're, like... What we're talking about for these each individual unit is goes for even the season. It's like you either are results oriented or you're process oriented. Yeah. And I still think everyone around here needs to be process oriented. The because if you invest in that, the results are going to come. Yeah. Now I'm not that isn't to say that the results don't matter. Right. But ultimately, you you invest in the process of it. It's gonna you're eventually is gonna yield the results that you you and everybody yeah. else want to see. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why, Scott, you know, it wasn't time to hit the panic button. No. Because um, he knows what he has at quarterback. He knows what he has, you know, with that offense. And sometimes you just kind of need to get punched in the face yeah. every now and then. I think it's fair. That's my, my take after the game was like, listen, I think it's fair to say that they didn't play great and right. people are disappointed, but that doesn't mean that all is lost this right. season. I mean, give me a break. Right, right, like, right, I mean, right. it's, it's not everybody is perfect every single Saturday. Right. And hey, yeah, I mean, look, and they wouldn't have won. I don't know if they'd have won that game a year ago, Jason, or even two years ago. Like, so I, I also know. think there's gotta be positives that Absolutely. they like found a way to win. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's funny cause people think like that all of our games that we played were like <laughs> 60 to nothing. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Hey, there were some games where we had games, you know, Wyoming yeah. came into, into yeah. Memorial Stadium, gave us a run. Washington State came into our stadium and, and you know, gave us problems. Um, it's not always, it, it, it's not always 60 to nothing. It's not. And, you know, Nebraska fans, I'm not, I'll never ask or tell a Nebraska fan, like, hey, be satisfied. But you also got to know, like, that it doesn't happen overnight. No. You know, it's, it's still, even when you talk about the guys being physically better than when Scott first got here, like, 
it takes even more than a year, yeah. you know, to, to really have Zach's whole plan kind of being, you know, in effect where it's like right now, yeah, they, they, there's a lot of the linemen, they look bigger. They, they sure. look more like how you all guys supposed to look, would, right. would, would look, but you know, are they as fast twitched as, as you know, we would hope, Can, right. do they have that burst? Like for us, and, and, and I'm, I'm sure it will come, like, but for for us, everything was, we were beyond, like, just fast and speed. Everything was, like, how how fast is that burst? You know, like, yeah. how, you know what I mean? Like, how fast can we be at that running back catching, you know, that swing pass? You know, like, how fast can we be there before he even turns around? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It was just, and but that all comes with confidence and in the system that you're running this is still it's new for a lot of guys and let's face it when you're turnover on a on a on a team you have new guys that are stepping in um yeah defense offense nowadays it's not easy you know i know there's more than just a picture that they're holding up with a, <laughs> right, a fucking yeah, right. card you know what yeah. i mean people are like when oh they're running a larry <laughs> the cable guy play you know like <laughs> it's not that but that right. play is super complicated right. it puts you in a predicament right. Right. Yeah, it's uh, and then not only that, you're, you're talking about these Diaco's defense appeared to be on their heels, yeah, keep everything in front, yeah. And so it's like it's not only new terminology and new system, it's a new mindset, and yeah. that's that you yeah. don't just I think some people think that players are like iPhones, right. and you're like, all right, Chenander right. 3 4. Got it. And right. it's not like that. Right. It takes a while to, and that's, I guess, the thing that I've, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is me just seeing things how I want to see it. Sure, the offense, and I'm worried about the O-line, all that stuff. But those dudes on Saturday made play. Eric Lee's pick, Jason. Yeah. I mean, that is a guy, he picked off an out on the outside. Usually an out, yeah. you, you know, you go underneath. I mean, that that's someone that was just Understanding, understanding and where going. he could be, where he could kind of take advantage right. of something if he sees it. And that's only from, from, I mean, for him, it probably, he probably feels more comfortable in, in this defense as a guy who's been here for two, uh, for two years in that, in Coach in Sanders' system, system right. than say a true sophomore is right. just because he's older. He knows yeah. how to handle practice. He knows, you know, things that he's seen. Yeah. Doesn't matter the system that he's in. So he, it, it, but it's knowing those things. And I know that I didn't know those sorts of things in my first, you know, two, three years here at Nebraska that, where, you know, for my final two years, I just felt comfortable. I knew that in this defense, I can take a chance by, you know, trying to hit the gap hard. Right. Even though I'm not technically called to do that, like, yeah. you kind of know where you, you, you can fit and what you're supposed to do and what you absolutely can't get caught doing right. on certain things, you know, and, and that just comes with time. Yeah, and that's where even... And it comes with coaches that aren't willing to throw in the towel... If, if you if you yeah. fuck it up, yeah, because you know, like even like a guy like uh, a perfect example of that was, I don't know who Bo talked about this that uh, Bo Root, yeah, JoJo Doman, the yeah. two plays, yeah, I don't know if JoJo had quarterback, running back, right. I don't know who he had, but you know what JoJo right. did? He went blew right. it up, yeah, you know, and it's like that's a that's a solution sometimes. Yeah. Just go whatever you do, pick something, commit to it, blow it up, yeah, and doing something full speed, yeah. Um, how many times have we seen? 
them not working at full speed. And I think that's the thing that, geez, I think Scott, even in his like introductory press conference or something, made the comment of, um, you know, playing free without the desire the fear, to excel with, with no fear, fear of failure. Is that right? Yeah. Right. That's, something, yeah. You know, um, but I like that. And absolutely. That, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, if you, you play not to lose. If you play to, 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 the only way you're going to really make it and really make a play and really win is if you play yeah. to make plays and play to win. Yeah. And, and trust me, I mean, if, if, those guys down there don't have the feeling of, hey, I could fuck up, you know, 1,700 times <laughs> right. and I'm still going to have my black shirt or I'm still going to be a starter. No, right. that is not the case. You know, you still have to produce, but he's not going not gonna to yank you out and, and, and bench you if you tried to make a play and maybe you were wrong, but you still, you did it a million miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You did it full speed. That's, I think, the important yeah. thing. That's what he wants. So I want one Colorado story for you, then we're going to talk about the game, then we're out of here because they're shutting off the lights on us <laughs> here. So give me one. All right, so you were 4-0 against the, against the Buffs. What Do you have one? Is there one story in playing? Because for me, that's that. this was the rivalry right. for me growing up in right. Lincoln. Like this was – Oklahoma was a little before my time, they, and they had fallen off a little bit. Yeah. This was the game every year. Yeah. yeah. What, do you have Even one? though there's a lot of people that – for some reason are reluctant you know when it comes to colorado they don't like and, and there's people that have no connection to the program <laughs> like <laughs> and whatever you know like but they're trying to like tell me or grant why like colorado's not a rival and it's like the only thing i fucking know is that <laughs> every week when it fucking was Colorado week, it was like shit got turned up another notch. Mm-hmm. And there are only certain games on the schedule. Like, you like to think that you're practicing hard for every single one. But there was something when it was Colorado week, you just found a little bit more. And you were just dialed in a little bit more. Right. And you were just pissed off a little bit more. Um, and that's the way it was. And, and I mean... I'm trying to think of some because yeah, Chattel had some stuff. You guys went well, uh, in '95. I saw this little anecdote uh, in 1995. You guys penalty free. Uh-huh. Y'all played a penalty free game and won 44 to 21. In '94, that'd have been your your redshirt freshman uh, yeah. your your I, defensive I was, performance I was a that day. Freshman, I didn't play that game, but that was man that. That stadium that oh. day, it was a, it was like a one o'clock kick or something, and this was sunny out. And I just remember, like, first Colorado came in with like a who's who of college football: Salam, you know, Westbrook, yep. Cordell. They were um, loaded. They were loaded. Darius Holland. I yeah. mean, the whole D line went on to play, you know, in the NFL. I think all the linebackers did. Um, they had uh, they had some studs on that team, but it was just like they could never get anything going. That was my first like real memory of like Colorado, Nebraska, uh, because I wasn't out there in '93. Uh, I was red shirt. We didn't you know right. travel or anything, but um, 
because you yeah. held them to seven points. You heard all those names you just named: the Rashawn Salam, Westbrook. Right. You, you yeah. guys held. You beat them twenty-four to seven. Yeah. And it, I remember watching that game. It felt like every time Colorado got the ball, they went backwards. Right. Like it. And I know that right. sounds like an embellishment, yeah. but it was. It, yeah. it felt like it got in that game where it was. They take over and they punted behind the sticks. Yeah. Seemingly every possession. You got that was. That yeah. was a hell of a performance. 96, I think if you ask most guys that played um, during that time frame what their, what their favorite game was. They'll say that was, one? Usually at least the guys on defense. Right. You were up 20. Because that, that was like rain, sleet, snow. Right. And it was just all defense. Offense right. had a hard time. They fumbled. That game always wasn't pretty. You know, yeah. it was, you know, oh, was yeah. going to be one right. of those games. Right. That, well, that was the funny thing. Like, so since it's Colorado week, I always got to watch a few of the Colorado games, looking As for you clips that I can yeah. post, right. you know. I forgot about that last year. <laughs> right. I didn't want to post the same stuff, Yeah. but Bob Greasy was on, and he's talking about how, well, or, or this, was, this was in the 97 season, talking about how what Nebraska has to do, because Michigan – had already, you know, and meanwhile, his kids, the, the you know, the quarterback, quarterback yeah. at, at Michigan, he's talking about how Nebraska needs to, to, to get style points and Michigan beat him by this much. And, and in order for Nebraska to have a chance, you know, and he's totally just driving this train towards no Michigan, question. you know, and I'm like, I want to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> this is our fucking, this would be like yeah. me saying right. that when you guys play Ohio State, like, right. Those sort of games you just throw away because I can guarantee you, Colorado didn't look at the the Michigan game the same way that they're looking at this game. One hundred percent. So yeah, I mean it's just one of those high intense things. I mean ninety seven we went out there and there was a drunk guy. I mean the stands are you, you sit on the bench and the first row is right behind you. Okay. You know there's the railing yeah. for people. Uh, a little, maybe a little walkway for people to go, but the first seat is basically within five feet. And, you know, people are hammered out there. Oh, yeah. Boozing. So we get out there, and I swear, I don't even think it's first, not even oh, kickoff yet, but <laughs> team's over there, and there's some fucking drunk, and he's like, eh, Jason, don't be like your fucking brother. He's a scumbag, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, that's your fucking daughter sitting next to you, right? I'm like, she should tell you what I fucking did to her last night, right? <laughs> right? And all the people around were like, oh! Right? Because, I mean, we're just like wired. Like, yeah, and I mean, I'm right. ready to fucking run through a goddamn tank at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't just giving a speech in the locker room where it's at the point where... The words, I don't even know if they're coming out because I'm so like the, the you, were you in feel it. like you your eyes it. are about yeah. to explode out of your head yeah. and the veins in your neck and you're screaming, <laughs> but the words aren't coming out. And the last thing that I needed to hear was somebody fucking jack, you Trying know, to tell, yeah, yeah right, and especially right. about family, right? So I was like, all right, you want to talk about family? This is what I did to your daughter last night. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. That is perfect. Uh, did you did you let that guy know a couple oh. times coming back from the sidelines? Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah as it you was, should. 
Yeah, that and that, is that's great. what it was great. That is, you know, you know what, about, that is fantastic. That, that was great. There, oh, man. I, that's what the, the AD today for Colorado asked for civility really? in the stands. He said, we're hoping for civility in the stands. I would guess that this year. Um, It'll be interesting what this is like. Yeah. I think I, Nebraska I fans will get their tickets, but I know they've made an effort here in, like, going back to, like, pre-summer. To make, to sure, make that sure that it's yeah not a red takeover. Older, yeah, yeah. Well, do you hey, uh, with the Martinez injury last year? Remember that? Remember that? Because yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, rolled yeah, yeah, and right. turned yeah. out like. Well, they're just. I think there's a little dirty pieces of shit. That's the way it always was. <laughs> it was like if if there was a Colorado you know dude that was on fire, you wouldn't piss on him to yeah. put the fire out. You know, it was like. <laughs> That was just it. We hated uh, them. They hated us. We knew that, and it right, was just right. Just so, do you feel like? I mean, for this game, and then we'll get out of here. I mean, how much controlling the emotions? You know, harnessing the emotions positively. Do you feel like the start of the game is crucial for? Because it seems like for so many years, Nebraska hasn't even given themselves a chance in some of these yeah. games. Like even last year, they they get down fourteen nothing, and then let's be honest, Nebraska kicked their ass yeah, yeah, yeah. for the rest of the game yeah. but you spot a team 14 points yeah, it's, it's just hard yeah. what what when you sit down to watch this thing because you're going right uh i'm not going no. okay I was. But, but you yeah. will okay when you watch this thing t- take me into your mind and what you're going to be looking for well to start with i know we're talking about nebraska colorado and and how much i think a lot of the fan base, certainly I, we hate Colorado. I don't know if these kids hate and that Colorado. Goes for them to, so yeah, the only right. thing, like I heard one of the kids, maybe uh, Damian Daniel, say something like, you know, if my coach hates yeah. him, then, then I, I hate, hate him. him. But it doesn't like, and I get that, and that's great, and everything. Like, yeah, your coach, but like, it's not in your like blood, yeah. like. A big part of me didn't want to marry my wife because she's from Boulder. And all of her brothers went to Boulder. Her dad went to Boulder. It was like, how am I going to fucking tell Christian I'm marrying a chick that went to Boulder? How am I going to bring her back to Nebraska? Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. It goes that deep, though. Yes, absolutely. This is the woman you want to marry. Right. And you're doing the pro-cons. The only con is like... (laughs) Right. She's from Colorado, right. man. I don't right. know if I can. Right. <laughs> but that's a right. huge con. Right. So <laughs> it's a huge, huge con. And if if I had met her, you know, five years after I was done playing, maybe it probably wouldn't. It's too fresh. Yeah. Wait, too, yeah. But, like, I think us leaving the Big the big 12, with that. that helped. That's great. You know? um, but, oh, no, man. you know, you just want to see them, obviously. You want them to go out and be successful from the start, not have to have something where they're coming back from 14. That's it for or, me. You know, Give yourself like, a chance to right, win the game. Don't put yourself in a hole. Don't snap it over, you know, Adrian's head right. or don't fumble, you know. Right. Just play a good, solid game because if you do that, you'll beat them. You'll beat them because I think I even at this point, like, we have better football players. Yes. We have better coaches. Um there's no reason other than if you make dumb mistakes or if you put it in the football gods' hands with which way is the ball going to bounce today. Right, right. You know? Right. Take yeah. all that out. Take, right. Remove that element. Right. I know. It, uh, 
Just give, it, just give yourself a chance to win the game. Because I, be, I believe, I'm with you, if they give themselves a chance to win the game, they're going to win the game. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. all this stuff of people, it's, it's just hilarious to see people questioning Adrian. Oh, I And know. All, it's like, oh, okay, this guy, guys, I mean. Did you already <laughs> forget about what he did last year? <laughs> went, like, to, went to Ohio State. And, went, the, I and mean, the fact that he got up, like, I don't even think he was off the field yet. And he was like, we didn't do our job. Yeah. Like, that wasn't a good performance. I saw a little anecdote on Twitter. This is a little thing that, like, matters to me. Where he let, he let he let yeah, Frost yeah, and Eric. So he's running off the field, yeah. and Eric Lee and Scott Frost are yeah. running. And, and Adrian had the social awareness yeah. and athletic awareness right. to realize, I, didn't, right. I don't I deserve didn't this ovation right. that they're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a little thing that I think, like, it's a... a sophomore, an, too? To, a true sophomore to right. understand? Do you I know, like, like that. Absolutely. And, do you know, like, I hope we get to the point where all of our captains are seniors. Yeah. And, you know, like, we, yeah. we get to that. But right now, that's... You, you go with the best that you got. Right. And But with Adrian, like, dude, I got... He, there. He, he's, he's, he's 100%... Like all in, and he knows what the fuck is going on. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I I don't have to worry about him saying anything wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he we... just knows how to play the game, and he he knows, like, he has you're not gonna it. fool you're not gonna fool him. Like, I know lots of times, especially now, because a lot of these like. Uh, the recruiting uh, uh, media guys, yeah. they start these relationships, right, with these kids going back to high school. You don't know any better. Here, these dudes that are writing articles about me, yeah, I'll buddy up with them, you know. And sure, but it's 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 something that I certainly am not used to. But seeing like uh, members, and it tends to be the younger media that are buddies, friends, friends with the players. With, with yeah, it's the weird. Players. It's actually weird. This is different because yeah. Because we didn't want anybody knowing what we were fucking doing. You know, yeah. like they're hanging out with these right. guys, letting right. them know, you know, hey, we're over here. And and that, <laughs> to me, just, like, is odd. But with Adrian, like, he's, he's, he, knows, he, he knows exactly what he's, he's doing. He's thinking about the right yeah. things. He's doing the right things. Yeah. We could sit here for the rest of the night and write down every concern under the sun with this team. Right. And it... I, Adrian Adrian's Martinez wouldn't even make nope. the top 1,000. No, the only thing you worry about with Adrian is him staying healthy. You just yeah. want him to have to be healthy, not to he's get injured like last year. Yes, you know? he, and, he's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. Well, this was great, man. Yeah. I mean, this is this was, I if you would have told 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old Nick Baugh that I'd be talking to Jason Peter before the Colorado game, I'd have been like, we finally got I hit to the do, lottery. We finally got to do our show. How about that? Little right. known fact: Jason and I were supposed know. to do yeah. a show, and it just didn't. The stars didn't align. Right. I had to like, I had to stay with, make sure I was staying aligned with Creighton. And that all worked out because now right. I got on the Fox, which is all I knew. I knew where my bread was buttered to make sure I yeah. stayed with yeah, yeah. with that. Uh, I always tell people no one's benefited more from Creighton going to the Big East than me because that right. brought about Fox, right, right, right. which got yeah, me. Yeah, but you're good. you're good. You're <laughs> good. You're good at what you do. I appreciate it, man. Um, no, you've you know, been very supportive of me, and it means a lot, man. It really does. Yeah, and you know that I mean it because you're a basketball guy, That's right? And and a Creighton I've guy. I've never really yeah. been. Well, you know, I. I I don't have anything against Creighton. Yeah. Like I, I want 
the schools. I want if you're when, I want from the state. That's how I'm with with right. Hoiberg. I'm, no one's happier than Fred Hoiberg's here right. than me. I'm pumped. Right. I mean, you just want good basketball that's all because I want. if Nebraska does well, the chances are it's going to push Creighton. Totally. Like, you know, it, when you have like a rival in state like that yes. too. I mean. It, it's going to it's it's yes, elevate everything. Absolutely. I'm all about it, man. It's almost I, like that whole, you see that new J.J. Watt commercial, like <laughs> where he's talking about being great. He's like, find somebody, you know, who can put you on your ass. Right, right. And, and stick with him. And, you know, like, totally. because you need that. You, you totally need that. Need in competition. That. And, and now they're going to be 50 miles away. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's yeah. about to get, yeah. it's about to get ramped up. Yeah, yeah. I am pumped. Yeah. But hey, so. Anything we're missing with clean juice that you want to you hit on, man? No. Uh, we're we're going to take a picture after this. I wanted to ask you this. As, can a non-black shirt throw up the bones? Absolutely. Is that, okay. I absolutely. wasn't sure. Because you know how, like, you know, if you take it's, a picture of the boxer, the non-boxer can put his fist up, even though, like, back, that dude has never right. punched anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I've not, I throw up the right. bones knowingly. I've never well, that's, done, lived that, that, that That's the thing now, right? Like, you see people, like, taking <laughs> pictures with, like, MMA dudes, and they're, like, they're, you know. They're, they're, they're yeah. Like, <laughs> That dude will knock you out in fucking two seconds. Isn't like, that great? I always love those on Instagram. It's two. It's it's some five foot two, hundred and eighteen pound guy right. with like you know John Jones and you know putting up his tiny ass fist. Right. Like, put that down, dude. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But if I throw up the bones, that's not like yeah. I don't know, I don't get like the black shirt mob it, coming if at it me. It was like twenty. What was it, twenty? Uh, twenty two years ago, it was. Just like a team's, it was a black shirt. You weren't even allowed to throw the bones if you were like, you know, a backup a yeah, shrinker right, or something right. like that. You know, like you couldn't get out in the game. And That's throw. right. Yeah, like a it backup kinda, didn't it, come in. No, and, no, no, no. Right. You were yeah. a black shirt if you threw it. And it just kind of grew. And okay. it was neat to obviously see it. Like you'd see, you know, I'd be sitting in Carolina and watching games and then you'd see, you know, like Carlos Pope yeah, or Jay do, Foreman. Do, right. Right. And then, you know, you see it, the years keep going by and now even more people. And then, you know, you come back for a game and it's like the whole fucking Memorial Stadium. 90,000 people are doing this. Right. Well, remember when Polini was here, he wouldn't, he'd wait, he would go certain, like it'd be like the fifth, sixth game. Right. To hand out the black shirts. Right. And yet during those five games, dudes would be throwing up oh, the yeah. bones. And it's yeah, like, yeah. hold on now. Yeah. I was always kind of, I'm like a stickler for tradition though. Yeah. Like, so I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I ask you yeah, yeah, before yeah. I no, throw no, up the bones. Yeah. This will be the first Absolutely. time I've ever pictured throwing up the bones. Yeah. I figured if there's, so we got to get by this clean juice sign yep. and we'll throw up the bones. Does that yeah. sound good? Yeah, yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Hey man. Oh, anytime, I Nick, you know that. that. All right. Thank you.